Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. for another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. And uh, first, of course, I want to always thank everybody for everything I have done to make this podcast a success. Um, keep building on the brand. Um, soon, the Culture Life products will be out, will be available. Just a few last details that I'm doing right now. There was some some uh, thing with one of the beer bombs I didn't like. It wasn't up to the quality I wanted. So we're redoing it with a new formula. Uh, but that's only going to take about two days. So once that's done, we should be good. Um, today, I wanted to talk about, I saw this, um, I saw this uh, movie the other day. Uh, it was called White Privilege. It was on Prime. And uh, now I don't want people to think like, oh, Cash, you're trying to, uh, if you know the movie, it's about black people that are not traditionally de- Democrats and are called, you know, Oreos, crackers, you know, sellouts. And it was perspective of a lot of these very conservative black people in the world and their perspective on things. And um, it may now, not that I agreed with everything in that, but I think in life, even when you are opposed to something, there's always still something to learn. And I always have that mind frame in my head of like, I can learn something from the uh, the opposition or to the other side of things. Um, and when you open your mind to that, you you tend to see some things that may make you think over your ideology. Um, well, it was just saying that at the end of the day that, you know, most African-Americans in America were were Republicans until I think Ford or or one of the presidents did the civil rights and all this other stuff. And they changed over to Democrats and pretty much how, you know, just really pointing out a lot of things that um, the Democrats are doing now. This is not a political podcast. I'm not here to judge or to argue whether you're Republican or Democrat. That's not the point. But the point that I got from it was that these black people that were speaking didn't allow statistics or anything that the media or the world is telling them to dictate their lives or influence their level of success. And a lot of people that were speaking on this movie were very successful black entrepreneurs that people know. I'm not here to get into who, but at the end of the day, there are, you know, business owners, media owners, moguls, things like that. And it started me to think that one, because one of their aspect was they were saying that by giving into the media and the idea in America that black people are deprived or lesser than is really is hindering our people. And I started to think about my podcast and even though black men's mental health is really to give awareness to black men and where we at and what are we doing and what we should be doing and the reality of where we're at. 
I started to think to myself, was I enabling an idea that black men are lesser than black men are uh, on the bottom of everything? And am I inspiring to do more for black men to do more? So I, I started listening to a lot of my podcasts over and um, not that I was in any way trying to further that idea. Um, I, I think I my podcast, I've been pretty fair. I've been pretty um upfront. I've been pretty, you know, even really stick it to uh, really, uh, um, stuck to statistics and stuff like that. But the tone of the podcast, I believe maybe set a idea that black men don't have any hope because we're on the bottom and see it's different. It's different how you say things than what you say. You ever heard the saying it's not, what you say is how you say it. You know, if I go to somebody and say, I love you rather than I love you, you know, it's the same thing, but the tone is different, which gives you a different feeling. So I, I saw that some of my podcasts had this tone of a little bit of angerness, maybe a little bit of, of, of self pity, victimization, things that I talk about that we shouldn't do. I, I, I kind of heard it a little, not a lot though, but a little. So I really wanted to do this podcast because I wanted to set the record straight. Okay. I in no way, and let me get personal with myself. I in no way blame America or the white man or anything or the black woman for anything that my I'm going through or that black men in general are going through because at the end of the day, I think I did an inspiration yesterday. If you follow me like that, you know, I did inspiration about obstacles because at the end of the day, obstacles will always be there. Some are unique to certain people, but at the end of the day, obstacles will always be there. When I was watching that movie, you know, that's what I really got from it, that these black men and women, they they don't blame racism or anything else for problems in their life. They address it as just problems in their life that they have to overcome. Um, most of them. Now, I do think a little, it, it, of course, for any movie you have to, you know, exaggerate, you have to um, do it in gender, in a sense. But I think that in general, the message is correct, that you have to take accountability for yourself. And when we blame everybody for what's going on with us. We're not taking accountability and we're taking the power out of our hands. If we blame everybody for our circumstances, then we're saying that everybody around us has more control over our lives than we do. And how do you function and move forward when you believe that somebody else or something else controls your life? And I really started to really pon ponder that thought.
and to say, I don't want this podcast to be about what everybody's doing to the black man. I want it to be as how to understand the problem and how we take responsibility for the problem and become better. Because I think I said a lot of great things. One of the things I think I, think I said, it's like a race. <clears throat> you know, when a person is running track and there's hurdles before they run the race, they look at the track. They see how high the hurdles are. They see the ground. <clears throat> they see all the issues in their lane and they adjust accordingly to those issues. They don't go to the uh, announcer and say, hey, this gravel looks different on my lane than the other lane. No, they just say, OK, these are my obstacles. This is how, how high the hurdle is. All right. Let me train to get over the hurdle. <clears throat> and I think that's how. We need to see things. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that you shouldn't fight for change. I'm not sitting here saying that you shouldn't want change. But we have to understand that people are people. And regardless of whether it was racism, genderism, any of the isms, people will always find some reason not to like somebody or to be against somebody. Um... Crying over spilt milk doesn't refill the milk carton, if you know what I mean. And I know sometimes I have done this too, is blame. When I was going through my mental about a year ago, I'm sure if you follow this podcast, you've heard my story about a year ago. I was trying to find somebody or something to blame for choices I made. Whether it was my wife, people around me my mental health, I was trying to find something to blame rather than to say, what can I do to get out of this situation? What can I do to be better? And I think that's what I really want to convey in this podcast is what can I do to better me? You, you know, um, I took the initiative to start a podcast from scratch, write a book from scratch, you know, and it's, it's, and the thing is, it's not the best. Like I was reading my book the other day and I saw so many different errors in the book. I really did, you know, but it doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day is that I wrote a book, you, you know, um, cause I was, you know, I, I could always go back and change it, which I am. I'm going to do. I was like, Oh, oh wow. Wow. But you know, I wrote a book. I took the initiative and I did it. You know, I took the initiative and started this podcast and look where it's leading me. I, I took the initiative to, to uh, you know, start businesses and start this men care thing. I took the initiative because at the end of the day, these are things that are helping me, are healing me, mind, body, spirit, they're healing me. And I took the initiative. I didn't just roll under the bed and cry. I did at first. I did roll under the bed, cry and blamed everybody. I want somebody to save me. But see, the thing is, until you learn, you're the only person that can save you. America is not going to change. Ideas are not going to change. People are not going to change. The only thing that is guaranteed to change is you. You have to change yourself. And that's what I, I realized watching that, that movie. I realized that we don't do enough self-help. And not only 
to go make sure your mental's all right, but to really change your attitude about obstacles in your life. You know, there's nothing you can do about people's idea, people not like you for whatever reason. There's nothing you could do about others, but you can do something about yourself. One, you cannot be around those people. If you're in a relationship with a woman that's toxic, you can leave. If you have friends that are toxic or not really good for you, you could walk away. If you had a job that really is is not giving you enough, you can leave. I mean, and I'm not saying that any of the options are easy. See, that, and that's the thing I think that people don't understand that when it comes to you bettering yourself and changing your environment, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to, 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 to quit your job and, you know, to, to give you good money. It's not easy to leave that relationship that you've been in for four or five years. It's not easy to walk away from the friends that are your close circle and things you do. I mean, it's not easy. So by far, I'm not in any way saying this is easy. All those people, it's like you have like, you know, rich black people that are conservative and get bashed every day by their own community called Uncle Tom Oreo uh, sellouts, you know, house nigga. Things like that. And these are the people in our community that we should really embrace. This, these are the people that at the end of the day, even if we think they're wrong, we should still be embracing. Say, my brother, you've done great. Let me rock with you. Let me learn from you. Let's learn from each other. But no, we we, we shun those, those people. It's like we have this core black of America that is 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 the right, but it's the wrong. You know, we have the middle, which is every black American should be Democrat, believe that racism is in America, believe that we're getting, uh, you know, we're unfair treatment, you know, but then we shun those people that mess up one time. You know, like, you know, R. Kelly's and Bill Cosby, we shun them or we shun the people that do too good and and want to take a mentality of like, I don't see racism. I see me just working hard to be successful. We shun them. But in the core, we, we ourselves are confused. We don't learn our history. We don't learn things we need to learn about each other. You know, we don't learn how to be successful. And those that are, we shun because, oh, they're too white. So we have to understand that, you know, things we do. And, I, and, and I'm not saying that people that are conservative are 100% right. I'm not trying to say R. Kelly and Bill Cosby stuff are right. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, we find everything we can to shun people from our community. And we don't ever do anything to uplift and help. You know, white people, let's be honest, white culture and other cultures do mistakes and they are eventually forgiven for those mistakes. Robert Downey Jr., Johnny Depp, I guarantee is going to be forgiven. These people are forgiven and embraced back into the community after they mess up. But with us, oh, no, you shunned. Where we, even when we think you messed up, oh, you rich and <clears throat> you white. You know, one of the, the things they pointed out was the um, I forgot his name off the top of my head, but the neurosurgeon, the black guy, neurosurgeon, the best, you know, brain doctor in the world. 
<clears throat> I mean, he did things that nobody else has done. He's a smart man. But then when he was elected to HUD, everybody got, oh, why Why they selected him? Oh, he's not qualified. He don't deserve it. White people embraced it. But black America, oh, that's ridiculous. He's a freaking brain surgeon. I don't know what job is harder or you have to know enough, know, have so much smarts than a brain surgeon. And you telling me that he couldn't tackle the HUD housing. Like we got a smart man in a black man in housing, but all we did was criticize it and get mad. He's not qualified. Who else is qualified? Because at the end of the day, housing isn't good across the board. So at the end of the day, I don't know who is qualified to do a job that pretty much somebody sucks. So let's try to get somebody there. We got a black man. But did we celebrate that? Of course not, because we see him as a sellout. You know, so we just have to understand that there's always going to be obstacles that we face. There's always going to be be uh, problems we have in our life, but we can't blame everybody else. We have to look at the solution to it. Everything is always racism. You know, Every we have the, and I think I said this before in a podcast too. This is the one time in America that we are really allowed to be free to do anything we want to do. And we can't sit down and blame racism we could blame ignorant people that do ignorant things. But at the end of the day, we can't sit there and say racism, genderism, because I'm a black man. You know, I mean, let's recognize the problems in America. Yes, they're there. But let's talk about the solutions that have overcome them. That is the better conversation. That's the conversation I want to continue to have is bettering ourselves, recognizing the problems, but also solving the problems. So I appreciate everybody for listening to this podcast, man. Appreciate you for making a top podcast in the world for mental health. Uh, shout out to South Africa. I keep climbing the charts there. So I appreciate you there. Um, and a couple other uh, countries I've actually broken into as well. Um, I just got the email this morning about it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Check out my other podcast. You know, I got RCP Talk with my co-host, Miss O. I have uh, a couple of Chris, me and my wife. We're going to get back on that pretty soon. I got uh, the podcast Guru. I'll be doing some new episodes pretty soon. Um, also got a new one, Success Life Coach that I'm dropping with the new book that I have called uh, the, the Three Keys to Achieving Success. Um, also pick up the uh, Black Men's Mental Health books, the Bible, Motivation and Journal. Those things are game changers. They would change your life. Pick them up all on Amazon. The description is in the podcast. The links are in the podcast description for everything. And if you just are just like, man, I just want to go one place to find everything. You go to CasanoWilliams.com. The website's up. You can see everything that's going on with me uh, from the podcast to uh, joint ventures I'm doing to my new businesses I'm doing. So check me out. Okay. Until next time.